Hello, this is Jenna Rainey with AE Coach, and in today's teleconference, we have a special guest with us, Ms. Erica Pauly with Track Bed Advisor. Erica, you've been working with our advisors for, what, two or three years now, it seems like? Yep. And she focuses on all of the data within the practice. So a lot of times we find advisors are making assumptions or they're making guesses and making decisions on the business without having the actual factual data. So Erica has created her company. She's been working with a lot of our top producers, um, training the teams on how to collect that data, and then Erica and her team analyzes that and then presents it back to the advisors. So today, Erica is going to share with us an article called Establish Your Firm's Trump Card, which makes me a little bit nervous, Erica. But I'm going to turn it over to you now, and so you can explain to us what this trump card concept is for our advisors. Yeah, perfect. Well, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. <clears throat> so before Donald, uh, trump was a term most closely related with card games. So in this context, a trump is defined as a playing card of the suit chosen to rank above the others, which can win a trick where a card of a different suit has been led. So once a trump has been decided, anything played in that suit beats another suit. For example, a lowly two in the trump suit beats a king or an ace in a non-trump suit. So how does this relate to tracking data as a financial professional? Data is complex and it's overwhelming, especially for independent producers who are trying to keep all the plates spinning in addition to all the metrics that they're told to track. But more important than what you track is why you're tracking it. It all depends on your firm's goal, the Trump suit, so to speak. So if your focus is high profits, you may be riding the majority of the business coming in because you don't trust an associate advisor. Mm -hmm. If your focus is rainmaking, a term coined by AE Hall of Fame producer Joel Johnson. Mr. Joel Johnson. Implementing a sales process for your associate advisors may be a more immediate concern rather than profits. So really the biggest service you can do for yourself in 2019 is decide what your trump will be for the year and then take steps in that direction specifically. Okay. So and you're not saying you're not saying hey stop tracking all this other data, but you're saying hey focus and make decisions once you decide what this trump card is for your business, track all the data but then use that trump card to kind of override the decisions, correct? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of noise going on. Um, we want to make sure that they have laser focus on one specific goal for the year. Perfect. Um, and there's three common goals that we see in offices throughout the nation. So, and again, what we just said, all of them are important. Um, all of them should be a goal at certain points in the company's evolution. But because data is, it's overwhelming. I always suggest choosing one, you know, that matters the most to you right now, and you make those adjustments accordingly uh, for the year. Yeah, because we know that our advisors love data, right? They actually do love data once they get the data, but they hate compiling the data, right? And they're not really sure how to train the team and how to compile that data, which is where you come in. All right, so let's cruise through these three different types of trump cards that you typically see across the nation when you're working with these advisors. The first one is a lean, clean, profit machine. Walk us through what that looks like and what they should be looking at if they feel like they're in this category or that this is their trump card. Yep. So um, bottom line for this one, it's lower cost, increased ROI, and higher net worth clients. So the most important 
tracking metric here is return on investment, of course, of all of your marketing efforts. The upside okay. of, of this being your trump card for the year is it maximizes every dollar spent, right? So an office taking this route, you know, usually uses a type of any type of credit for marketing expenses. They know what works. It's very much like a machine-like operation out of one or two sources that they know have high ROIs, and they just continue to do those same ones over and over. And they generally receive a lot of client referrals and therefore kind of lowers costs as a result. Um, Now, the downside of this is that these offices usually have no more than two or three producers, and they don't grow at a tremendous rate. Um, they're very, you know, get focused on just maximizing that ROI. So for this to be Trump of the Year, strict attention must be paid to the ROI generated for every marketing source um, to find the one which is most cost-effective to that. Okay. So just to recap, this is the lean, clean profit machine, meaning we want the lowest cost, we want to increase the ROI, and just continue to go through those top two or three marketing funnels that we know are proven, that we know work, and stay laser-focused on that, right? Correct. Okay. Let's move on to the number two trump card, which is our production giants. Walk us through that one. Yep. So this one is actually probably the most simplistic of all of them. It's really just setting a production goal for the year and doing everything with power to reach it. Um Again, most important tracking metric here is just total production issued as well as invested. So it's not even looking at written. It's actually looking at issued. Um, Upside, very easy to track. It doesn't require a ton of attention to a long list of variables or different things coming into play. This office, um, they spend more on marketing efforts. They generally know what's going to come in from each of those sources to hit their ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. Downside um, of having this as your Trump card is that when an owner sets production as the main focus, he or she begins to kind of take business away from associate advisors if the office isn't hitting those goals. So it creates more work for them, um, generally out of stress. But and again, marketing costs increase because they know, you know, in math, if we do put more money towards more events, more seminars, more radio promotions, we're going to eventually get more products prospects, and therefore more clients. Right. It just becomes more of a numbers game. So it's this balancing act that if you're one of these advisors that's chasing this leaderboard and you're obsessed with this leaderboard, do not lose sight of the most important thing, which is really your net profits that you're taking. Don't be that advisor who's making $50,000 a year, but you're in the top 20 or the top 50 at Advisors Excel. And I'm sure you probably see that a lot too, Erica, that where they're chasing that goal at the expense of everything else. Yep. yep, yep, we see it, see it all the time. So, um, again, it's not necessarily bad, to, you know, or wrong to have this as a goal, but, again, take all of the data into account um, while you are chasing this. Right. Focus. Exactly. All right, and then our third and final trump card, and this one I think everyone has heard of, which is <laughs> making it rain. <laughs> so walk us through that one. Yep. So um, going back to, you know, Joel Johnson's idea of, you know, you hire additional advisors for increased production and you can delegate responsibility. So here we move into a very different type of tracking metric, which is the sales process itself per advisor Mm -hmm. and new business attained. Um, And new business here is a a key word too. (laughs) Um, So 
the upside is, you know, this really does allow the owner to focus on the business instead of in the business, instead of, you know, in that tornado constantly. Mm-hmm. It also increases production without additional stress to the owner. <clears throat> but what we tend to see as the downside here is that, first of all, we've got an increased cost for added wages. Um, we're bringing on more people. We've got to get them paid. And then there's additional marketing effort because if right. we have new hires, we got to have more leads to fill their calendars. So knowing that we're going to have extra expenses ahead here. We're not, when this happens and when we see offices heading down this, generally the ROI tends to drop while, you know, new hires are being trained. It typically takes, you know, a year or so for a new producer to really understand the owner's strict sales process. Right. And that's also another, you know, point to take into consideration. You have to have a strict working sales process before you bring in uh, the additional producers. Yes, for them please. to be able to follow it. Yeah, do not be the advisor who says, oh, they're going to come in and they're going to shadow me for a month or two, and then they're going to take what I've taught them and let them make it their own. Yep. Because historically, to my knowledge, and I don't know about what you've seen, that has never worked, <laughs> ever, not one time. It's now, Our top producer, you being the top producer, you know it better than anybody else. And so your sales team needs to follow what you do exactly as you do, which to Erica's point is you really have to have that sales process clearly defined and laid out like a systematic machine, and you have to have enough leads, like she said, um, to fill their calendars. Yep. So we always say don't go hire an associate advisor until sales process is done and you have enough leads to feed them. And then with this, I think, trump card, too, it's easy to determine when you need to hire that next advisor. Mm-hmm. Because oh. you're always looking at the leads, and that's determining when the next advisor joins the team. It's not a shiny idea uh, that we just decide to pull out of the sky and implement out of the blue. Mm-hmm. And when you have, again, going back to that strict sales process, when you have that, you know, you know how many leads are going to turn into clients because you've looked at those numbers and you've looked at your own sales process, and it's much easier to plan it out for yes. You know, those coming in to say, yeah, this should be your goal here. This is what I'm doing. Therefore, we can hit this. Um, Again, it's a math game. Yep. Very simple math equation. So every one of these common goals is going to happen during the lifetime of your business. And we talked about this earlier. You know, they're going to change over the years due to the direction that you're wanting to take the company. And none are bad. None are wrong. They all really do have tremendous long-term benefits for your company. But what any producer must also understand is it's up to them to set that trump goal early in the year. They just need to know, okay, what is going to trump really everything else for just this year alone? Um, As more and more producers start to track data, yay, good job. Yes, Um, yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, everyone's starting to look under under the hood. And what I see is a lot of times they're so overwhelmed. You know, when I do these coaching calls with them, we have a lot of weak areas in their firm and they're just, what I say is, you know, it's hard to fix every hole all year long. But when we choose a Trump Court card, that's easier even for me to talk through it to say, okay, you know, if X is our Trump, these are the most important factors to work on right now. Um, just to know that you're heading in the right direction that you that you want to go, that you set that goal in the beginning of the year. And again, right. then they're not overwhelmed by all the other noise that all right. the other data is bringing to the table. Like Cody says, you eat an elephant one bite at a time. You can't, especially for our newer producers to advisors excel, right? The new ones come in and it's like a kid in a candy store and let's implement all of this and change everything in the business. And that can just really be destructive 
instead of being methodical and saying, okay, here's what we're going to execute. So if you have a trump card, then what you decide to execute with an advisor's Excel should also align with that so that it all makes sense and it's all cohesive. Yeah, because it is confusing for the team. You know, at one, at one time you're saying right. ROI is most important, but then you're telling them that we're going to run with five new marketing things. So it's it's hard for the team to continually hit goals when the goals are changing. So right. um, it's for the owner themselves and it's for the team as well to be cohesive. Um, and I always say it's all data is important, right? I mean, all data is going to tell you a story, but you have to decide first what's going to be paid the most attention to in 19. Um, and so, you know, that's kind of where the Trump came from. Choose the Trump best suited for your business. Stick to it this year um, and know that next year you can change it. You know, next year you right. can have a different Trump card. Um, just depends on the needs of your company as it continues to grow and different things come into play. So um, that's that's me kind of hoping everyone for this year can really set what their Trump's going to be and Stick to it. Know what's the most important. Data is always important. Track all of it. But as long as we have kind of a North Star that is directing everybody, offices tend to run a bit smoother smoother when we look at all the, the facts going into it. Agreed. Agreed. You've been such a help to our advisors. Advisors Excel is not affiliated with Track That Advisor, nor do we guarantee the accuracy or quality of their services for financial professional use only.